Hey guys, and welcome back to the Daily Dose podcast. It is Kinsey sitting here with Nate once more. What's going on? Coming off a week of, importantly, South Carolina football losses. Which as usual. Sustained as usual. Sustained. But more importantly, the political election that we just had with our president. Yes, today is a pretty big topic, pretty hefty, but we're going to try to keep it all yeah, fun. We figured, we kinda, I mean, we figured, I mean, obviously politics is such... It's a big deal. It's impossible not to talk about, especially with what's been going on the past few weeks. Us, right. you know, we figured we'd have to talk about it eventually. Still, kind of up in the air, and with that being the talk of the country for the past few weeks, we figured we couldn't get away without talking about right. it. Right. But you know, I mean, it's t- I mean, it's tough, especially for us to tread into. You know, I mean, what, what we're going to talk about and what we're going to focus on is you know politics and the mental fatigue. The emotional aspect, the, em- the mental health aspect. Yeah, we're we're gonna try to stick to the emo- like obviously we're the not emotional, sit here the and mental read health statistics at you about like voting. Right, and this, I mean, and today it really isn't about any political party. It's not about no. any candidate. It's not about any beliefs. It's more just the general impact that you know it, the politics that would happen with any election. Really, any yeah, candidate. that that's happened with elections before, and you know, with this one having being such momentous and. Really, it's a big turning point in our country, whichever, right. what, you know, whatever happens in the next few weeks. Right. But, and what really isn't talked about a lot is, you know, the mental, you know, the mental health and the fatigue that goes along with these political elections. And especially lately with that being kind of our whole lives, you know, with coronavirus and. Coronavirus. Yeah. And, you know, there's a huge spotlight on the media, on, you know, on, you know, online, on, on different candidates on everyone's different political beliefs. You know, there's such everyone's a huge choice spot- of language. I mean, there's yeah. so much that goes there's a spotlight. Into- there's a spotlight on that now, but what doesn't really get talked, gets talked about is, you know, the, the residual effects of that. Mm-hmm. Now that we're, you know, kind of sort of past the election point, you know, with, you know, still some stuff up in the air, but right. now that we're past that point, you know, the conversation is going to, hopefully we'll start to turn towards, okay, how can we, move on and how like you know how, how can do we, we rebuild from because elections i mean every election comes with a lot of division based on a lot of collateral parties. damage yes a lot of just a lot going on because people do get so invested which is understandable because it's such a huge impact on everyone's lives right. um what you know candidates in office all those things um but coming off of that i think it's important to try to one recognize the impacts on your mental health because i know for a lot of people especially people kind of closer to our age where it's their first time voting or Mm -hmm. they have um you know a lot of those things it can be very draining and very like much mental fatigue and i think it's important to coming off of it especially this episode will come out in a week so who knows what'll be happening (laughs) who knows what the world's gonna look like in a week i feel like that's every week focusing (laughs) on rebuilding and kind of I don't want to say getting back to normal because I think especially with this election there is going to be and with coronavirus and all those things there's it's there is no returning to normal there's going to be a new normal um so that's kind of what we wanted to talk about today and we're going to start with kind of talking about like the frustrations that surround um politics and the election and the impact that that can have on you yeah so I mean I, I think everyone can relate to it with over the past few weeks you know everyone's talked about their own views. Everyone's brought up the elect. You know, it's 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 been talked about. You and cannot escape it. Yep, yeah, you can't you can't escape it. And a lot of times, escape it. 
escape. There you go. English. Well, you're the English major. I am. You got it. <laughs> but it's hard. It's it, it's hard to get away from the conversation. And what happens a lot, and what often ends up making people, you know, upset and not having a really good conversation about politics with people, especially with opposing views, is people are worried about not being heard or people are misunderstood because, you know, you, you go into a conversation and you lead with something that you believe and a lot of times, you know, the, the opposing view doesn't want to hear it. Right. There's a lot of generalizations made about, you know, you find a lot where you hear, you know, oh, like this person's a Trump supporter, this person's a Biden supporter. And there's so many generalizations made about yeah. who they are, what they believe, all those things. And I think the frustration comes where I think in there's not as much room in today's landscape for the open conversations where you're trying to learn from yeah. someone else. Everyone goes into conversations with the with the mindset of I'm going to change your mind. Right. And it turns into just one big screen match because no one wants to be yell- no one wants to be set in front of and exactly. told everything you think is wrong and that they're trying to change your mind because then you're not being heard. It's like people believe right. things for a reason. Yeah, I mean, we talk. Yeah, they're people's beliefs. People have their beliefs for You know, they don't just believe what they believe for no reason. No, right. I mean, different people live different lives. They have different beliefs. They have different ideals. They have different values. Different ways of being raised, backgrounds. I mean, there's so many. There's so many different things that go into what you believe and why. Yeah, and the problem with the whole generalization thing is you. And we've talked about on this podcast and in previous episodes about how it's really important to build your community around. You know. You know, talking with people that you trust, understanding about people, un, you know, understanding people, being you know, being that good friend, you know, un, you know, listening to people when they're going through a hard time. Well, it's basically, I mean, it's basically the same thing when we're talking about politics because we're talking about people's beliefs, we're talking about what people, you know, hold dear to them, and it's very, you know, these things are very impactful to them. If you go into a conversation and you shut it down and by you know generalizing and not really listen not going into it with the ask with the mindset of listening rather than you know than preaching cha- than, than breaching people's ideals you're going to find that you're going to start to build up that community that you're lo- that you were losing before if you actually go into the conversation with hearing you know hearing people's thoughts and ideas it's the same thing as having that mental health conversation you know having that healthy on like i've said before that healthy ongoing conversation right. with your friends because you you go in you know you go into a mental health conversation with with the intention of expressing your concerns and what's going on with you and for the the recipient to listen and then give their feedback and give their experiences so that you, so that both parties can mutually come back, you know, better come out of the conversation benefiting. And I think the same idea should be taken into political conversations. Right. I think there's just a lot to learn. Cause like, I know from personal experience, like my focus when I'm, you know, thinking time about politics is a lot more on the humanity side of like morals and rights and equality and those sorts of things. And I really don't focus a lot on like economics and mm-hmm. those sorts of like facets of politics. And I take my, like whenever I have the opportunity to talk to someone who has a different like political belief than me, I really try to take the opportunity to learn about something because, you know, like we said, everyone has different beliefs. And, and you don't have to agree with what they're saying. No, but, and, you know, at the end of the day, like, you're going to, especially when you're out in the real world, you are never going to completely agree with someone. No. But if you remove everyone from your life that you don't agree with, you're going to end up very alone. Yeah. And, you know, and it teaches you a lot. And at the end of the day, like, everyone's, like, obviously certain things, people's beliefs don't change. But at the end of the day, like, we evolve like humans evolve so much like you change so much from day to day 
and learning from other people because, you know, humans are social creatures. We're group oriented, all those things. Learning from other people is such a good way to build friendships, build community and kind of take, because I think politics can create such negative environments within yourself, with your mental health Mm -hmm. in communities and things like that. And I think that's the steps that need to be taken is trying to shift it to a positive environment. Yeah. And even you can get isolated within your own communities of political thought. You know, you might believe just something a little bit differently than what your friends think, even though you're kind of all on the same page or supporting the same candidate. And that can be ostracizing like that, that can, that can cause you to lose friends or, people to see you differently which sucks but I think on the note of trying to learn from other people there is a point I think you have to recognize where you are and are not willing to compromise Mm -hmm. because we're not trying to you know be ignorant of some of the very intense beliefs that surround especially this election Um, that's just not really what like we want to focus on Um, but I do think it's important to recognize like have those conversations but know when you're not going to get anywhere, like knowing when you can compromise and learn and have those good conversations. But if you're sitting with someone genuinely trying to have an open conversation and they're just yelling at you and being hateful, that's when you have to know to remove yourself and know that you're not going to get anywhere and just kind of take that loss and move on. Well, it's not really even a loss. Like the way, I mean, yeah, not a loss, but it's not a win. (laughs) Like (laughs) kind of a funny story. So the other night um, I'm I'm driving right by the Capitol uh, in Columbia. And that it's like twelve o'clock at night, and I see a bunch of I see a bunch of Trump pro- protesters holding flags. I'm like, huh, that's an, that's an interesting to be doing at twelve o'clock on a Wednesday night. Yeah, <laughs> what an odd time. So, so I pull out to the, so I pull up to the stop sign, and uh, I see across the street uh, to an old, an older couple mm-hmm. standing on the street with Trump signs and an upside down flag. I'm like, oh, well, that's interesting. <laughs> I don't fly. So curious me, I roll down my window. <laughs> Nate, ever the curious. And I ask him, I, I go, hey, what are y'all doing here at 12 o'clock? They're like, this night? is the only time our schedule's worked out. I don't know. It was just it was just funny that, you know, people at 12 o'clock on a Wednesday night are going to be standing at the corner screaming at traffic. Yeah. Their own beliefs. All five cars. But yeah, and basically what I'm saying is obviously – it's very easy to to pick out the people who you know that you're not going to get along with. Exactly. But yeah, I guess to use my example as a point, it's kind of interesting. Even though you know you're not going to agree, mm-hmm. even though you know it's going like you're probably not going to get a whole lot out of the conversation. It's kind of fun just to just to listen. Yeah, it's interesting to learn different like human behavior. I guess. Yeah, I like mean, it, 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 it's just base, nice. It's nice to listen. Level. Because yeah. you know, like, if you get into an argument with that guy, obviously he's not going to. It's not going to get. He's not going to be very caring about it. And he's right. just going to keep screaming at me. Right. So when I asked him, when I asked him why he was there, it was just, you know I was interested with the response that he gave. So I I don't know it going, but going off what we're saying, yeah, it's it's really hard to be empathetic for people who do not hold your views. Right. And it's it's really tough when opposing views are being discussed for for you to be able to detach yourself from from what you believe. Just you know. Just to be able to have that conversation to hear what other people have to say because you you can feel very very strongly and, and have every reason to feel that way, mm-hmm. but and but you know when you go into a conversation with someone who doesn't feel that way, it becomes really tough to detach yourself from the from the personal aspect of it. Right. But, I know. Like yeah. with me personally, like I try very hard to be a peacemaker. Like I'm one of those people where, for the most part, I really don't like getting in arguments and 
you know, having differences. Like when people are mad at me, it just tears me, tears me up. Like I just can't handle that. And I try very hard to be a peacemaker, but I still have certain things that I really don't compromise on. And when people have like opposing views to that, as, as hard as I try to be empathetic and be a peacemaker and really try to understand, because it's like, you have to believe that for a reason. Like I want to know like Mm -hmm. why, but even when it comes out, it's so hard for me to be empathetic with those certain things. And even when they do explain why they believe it, it's still like I struggle so much. And the other thing that can be really hard, especially with today's landscape, is trying to be non-offensive, I think. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, obviously we've all seen it. There's a lot of things happening. A lot of people who don't even try to be empathetic and don't care when they're hurting someone else. And I know with me, like with my own like language and the way I talk, I'm constantly trying to word things and this is a peacemaker on me I'm trying to word things where I'm making it clear what I believe and why but at the same time not necessarily offending someone else because everyone's so different and people are you know so varied and that's the great thing about humanity is we're all so unique but at the end of the day like people it's hard to convey what you believe when it's something so important to people's lives and come up it's even so hard for me to explain but you know, trying to have those conversations and make it clear what you're saying because when you're being vague or not being clear or not trying to at least understand other people, mm-hmm. they might take something you say in a completely different way if you're not being clear. You know, you could say something that you think is clear because of what you believe and what you know and in your head it makes sense, but to other people, mm-hmm. they can be offended and think you believe all these things you don't. And I think that is a really important thing when dealing with politics is really thinking about what you say and getting across your point very clearly. Yeah. If that makes sense. I mean, I didn't get that point across clearly. That makes sense. It's it's just, it's such a dance that we play all the time. Right. And a lot of times because of that dance and because we're, you know, trying so hard to figure out what not to say rather than what to say, you know, obviously, obviously there, there, there is a point you have to be empathetic to other people there. You Mm -hmm. know, you can't, you can't just, you know, blare off your beliefs knowing full well mm-hmm. that whoever you're having the conversation with is, you know, like is going to be offended by, right. it. you know, there are, but at the same time, you know, the whole idea of it isn't to be careful about what you say. It is to be open and to kind of convey your views, if that makes sense. What, what right. happened, but if you are, are too focused on what, on what you're trying not to say, that can really get in the way of that. There's a strong balance between empathy and honesty, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and a lot of times people associate, you know, people's political beliefs with who they are as people and, mm-hmm. you know. Which, you know, as we but, said, like, sometimes that is the case, unfortunately. Yeah, but sometimes, you know, sometimes that is the case, but other times, you know, you don't, I mean, you never People know. don't realize sometimes, like, what the, the impacts that their beliefs have on others and how that makes them look. Mm-hmm. And that's where that conversation of trying to understand is so important. Yep, exactly. But, you know, I, I think another big thing with all this and politics and the mental fatigue is how tiring that it can be to be having these conversations because it's so important and it it does hold a lot of emotional weight for a lot of people all these different beliefs and their political views and all that like a lot of people do put a lot of emotional weight into it because of what it means for them um, and the impacts it has on their life and it can be very tiring to be trying to learn about politics trying to be learn about other people's views trying to have your own views and compromising and language and there's so many things that come with trying to have those conversations about politics and I think that's where a lot of the mental fatigue and that feeling of almost like futility 
Yeah. No, and especially for people who advocate for different candidates and who work very closely with elections. Advocacy or, work can be very fatiguing. Yeah, it's tough. And especially, you know, if your candidate lose, loses or if, you know, you don't find success or... It's like, where do we go from here? Yeah. And it and it's tough because you, you associate that with your with your own personal failure and you, and you see it as a loss. And obviously that's completely... Because for a lot of people, it is. It's completely, I mean, it's completely understandable because you put so much work and you put so much time and effort and value and, you know, just you kind of put everything into it. And if you lose, that can be, that can be tough. That can be draining because it's like, well, gosh, you know, we just spent the past however many months advocating for working with, you know, said candidate and for it to end like that, you know, it's tough. But the, but what has to be realized is, you know, there, there needs to be a separation between the political head, you know, like there's our politicians that we have that we see on TV that, you know, that we idolize or demonize whoever it is. Mm -hmm. And it's very, it's tough, especially around elections to disassociate yourself between the candidate's success and your, and your own success. Real life from politics, real life from politics, because, you know, as you know, these days with, you know, you know, different biased news outlets and a whole bunch of crazy, you know, different information floating out there. It's tough. It's it's tough to, you know, one, it's tough to find information to support your own ideas, but it's also tough to know exactly, you know, what's going on in that world. Even if you're, even like we talked about earlier, even if you're an advocate for that candidate, a lot of times it's tough. A lot of information to sift through. Yeah, it's an it's an information overload. But I think a big thing too with like advocacy and futility and elections. A lot of people see elections um, as kind of it feels like so such a climax, such the end all be all. Yeah. Like this is the election, but mm-hmm. I think it's important to kind of negate that futility with knowing that, especially for people involved in advocacy work and campaigning and working to make people's people's yeah. lives better through politics that. There will be the another election, election. There will be another election, and the work doesn't stop. Like, it may feel, depending on what candidate you support, who wins, who loses, it can feel very, like, what now, end all, be all, but it's not. Like, there's so much work still to be done to better the lives for everyone. Because I think, I mean, across the board, it would be very hard for someone to say that there isn't work that needs to be done. And that's for every person, every country across the world, because that's that's what life is. Like, you are constantly trying to improve life for everyone and trying to make things easier and better and safer and healthier. And the work never ends. And uh, you can link that directly back with what we've talked about, about your mental health, you know, Mm -hmm. getting involved. And and like I've said, it's, you know, it's an ongoing, you know, it's an, it's an ongoing thing. It's not something that, that, that just ends, you know, your, your mental health is something that you always have to work on and that you're always striving to be better at. Right. And there's peaks and, you know, there's good days, there's bad days, there's peaks and valleys. And you and can relate that, you know, directly. It's the same with advocacy work. It's the same with, with advocacy work, and it's the same for, like, you know, the general feeling right. that, that people feel people around elections. A lot of people put so much of their, like, emotional energy towards outside things, towards advocacy, campaigning, mm-hmm. political things, which is good. But finding that balance, I guess, between your emotional work on yourself and emotional work for others yeah. is really important. And knowing that, you know, just because you put so much out there and it feels like, it was for nothing. It wasn't. Yeah, and we've talked about yeah. that a lot with putting yourself out there and being involved and helping others and those things, which are so important to your mental health. And that plays so much into politics these days. And and it's like recognizing the small victories that you yourself have made. You know, right? You know, however however much you've been involved with the election, if you haven't been involved at all, you know. And if you feel, I mean, if you feel negatively about, it, I feel like I feel like it, as a whole, everyone's pretty 
one, pretty tired, and two, you know, has a pretty negative feelings about the election in general. Yeah. Uh, you know, just That's pretty much for every election, though. Yeah, just I mean, and a lot of people, especially you know, especially in the media, you know, wherever you look, it's all negative. Yeah, negative, negative. It is very negative. exhausting. You don't find very many positive things on the news yeah. these days. But even just being involved, like, is a win. Yeah, honestly, that's exactly what I was about to say. You know, whatever involvement or just it's just recognizing the little things that you have accomplished. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and that's advocating for yourself and being, you know, being your number one fan, mm-hmm. you know, just you have to recognize small victories or else, you know, if you're not if you're not commending yourself, if you're not understanding that you, you are winning at some things and, you know, mm-hmm. you lose sight of it and, it, you know, you're you're surrounded by the, all the yeah. negativity I mean, and you talk- don't think you've done anything. Well, it's not necessarily true. No, like we've talked and we've talked about that before with mental health on how like for some people even getting out of bed is a victory mm-hmm. and it's the same thing when you apply that to being involved in politics even just being involved even just informing yourself even just having those conversations especially no, informing yourself yeah no matter how it ends you have still done something to try to help yourself and try to help others and try and be mm-hmm. involved because and i mean this was a huge like almost hot topic for this election is getting out voting using your voice being involved and i think that is so undermined before because i yeah. mean this was this was the second election I could vote in, I'm pretty sure. Maybe? Yeah. This is the first for me. Well, you're younger than me. You're a baby. I, I'm not. A, I'm, a a, I'm only baby. like a co- couple months younger than you. He's a baby. Um, <laughs> and I'm so, so old. But um, I think this was the second election I can vote in. But I didn't vote in the first election I could have voted in. Um, because it wasn't, you know, as as a topic as it was for this election of being involved, using your voice. Mm-hmm. It was just kind of like, oh, you should vote because it's your duty as an American. But now that that narrative has shifted a lot. And it's, you know, people put so much focus on, like, how you can help others using your voice and how every voice matters. And I think no matter what part of life you're looking at, whether it is politics or not, recognizing that fact that your voice is important, no matter, you know, no matter what comes of it, as long as you are trying, mm-hmm. that is a step in the right direction. Yeah. And even if you're shoot, even if you're someone who's a bystander and is not terribly involved or just not, you know, not playing paying too close close attention. However this uh, uh however this election has impacted impacted you. Impacted yeah, you. has has impacted you, you know, it, it's also you you are, you know, you're surrounded by other people who might you know the election might have impacted them significantly. Mm-hmm. And obviously we still don't, I mean, we kind of know, still don't know. I know that's even that's up in the air. I try to just not <laughs> think about it until I have to these days. Yeah, but it's which like, is bad, but yeah, that's where I need to be for my own like mental health. I know, but what you have to realize is there are other people who do, who are going to be more caring or who are going to be a little bit more upset or happy about, you know, whatever happened. And, you know, if the, if you do find those people who are upset, or whatever. It also is important to talk with them because be a good friend. Yep, be a good friend. We've be talked a good about stranger. Be a good stranger, as you put it so wisely. But yeah, yeah, so wise. Be a good stranger. So yeah, I think with that, uh, that was a lot. That was we a lot. We talked about a lot, but I feel like it needed y- it <laughs> needed to be said, and it's a part of where we're at in the world right now that yeah. is overlooked by yeah. all of the other hubbub. You know, yeah. the hubbub. Yes, yeah, I hated that, and especially as you know, <laughs> we approach the end of this cataclysmic year. Everything's I'm saying hubbub and Nate's over here with the SAT words. <laughs> big, big SAT words. Big SAT But everything, guy. everything's like, it, it seems, I mean, it seems like everything's kind of coming to flourishing. 
you know, yeah. hopefully by the end of the year, we'll, we'll know a lot more that we yeah. don't know that, that we know right now. Uh, and if I just think it's important, like if you're one of those people who is being really affected by everything going on and it really is taking a toll on you, making sure you're reaching out. There are so many resources, um, you know, outside of your community, your friends and your family and all that, but also like genuine resources out mm-hmm. there, people to talk to, things to read where you can really kind of pull yourself out of that hole that I know a lot of people do get in with politics, especially around election time. And it's important to recognize when you might need to take a step mm-hmm. back. Because like we've said, being involved is important, but there are those moments where for your own health, you need to take that step back yeah. and kind of reset and you know get back to a good place and then get back involved. And that is totally fine. Mm-hmm. And it's also important to be informed and to be informed enough to in, to allow yourself to have your own informed decisions so that you can go mm-hmm. into these conversations, you know, feeling good, feeling not, not as, yeah, feeling good, like feeling good, like knowing that what you know is true mm-hmm. and that you have a solid basis for, you know, why you believe that way. Yeah. And, that and that's going to allow you to help have that, that good conversation so that you can actually have that conversation, not yeah. only help yourself, but also help other people. Yeah. Being a good friend, being a good stranger, being a good stranger. And we'll leave you we with will, that. We'll <laughs> leave you with that. And y'all have a good week. Hopefully this will be coming out in a week and, by then, everything might be changed. Yeah, we'll see. We'll maybe see. this won't matter. Yeah, maybe this won't <laughs> maybe even matter. Maybe nothing we said will matter. Hopefully it does. Make sure you're checking out our social media. We're on Instagram at The Daily Dose Podcast. And we have a lot of great content coming out soon for y'all, as we try to always have. And check out our previous episodes if you haven't already, because we have a lot of good stuff that is a little more fun than talking yeah, about a little, politics. A little <laughs> less intense than this. And on that, we will see you next week. Yeah.